we often hear the phrase toxic relationship. But what makes a relationship toxic? What are the traits and more importantly, what do I do if I feel like I'm in one? All this and more in today's episode of Mind Your Mornings. This is Mind Your Mornings with Anna Chandy, a fortnightly podcast that takes you on the journey to a brave new you. To know more about Anna's practice, you can log on to www.annachandy.com. That's www.annachandy.com. Episode 10. Hi, and welcome to Mind Your Mornings. I'm Anna Chandy, your host for this podcast. Over the last 27 years, I have worked with more than 500 people, both individuals and families. And through this podcast, I want to bring to you what I have learned about life and its nuances through the experiences of people I have interacted with. Months ago, I started therapy for a young man just close to turning 30. Let's call him Gautam Ayer. Gautam's mother, Mrs. Ayer, had been in therapy with me for a few years now. Mr. and Mrs. Ayer both come from well known business families. Their family businesses are multi generational passed on from father to child. Both have studied or done business abroad. They are cosmopolitan and well exposed to the world. They are children too. Of course, they have been given the best upbringing and exposure. However, the family systems are traditional. They hold their values very, very close. Disputing these values that are held for generations is just not an option. Within the family, there are microcultural signals that are understood and guide the actions of all family members. Now, Mr. and Mrs. Ayer got married 30 years ago. Their marriage was a socio-economic alliance. Two families with similar status and wealth brought their children together to take forward their reputation and legacy. They had two children, Gautam and Geeta. But from the beginning, Mr. and Mrs. Iyer had a rocky marriage. Mr. Iyer had a drinking problem which often led to raging tempers. Mrs. Iyer could not cope with her husband's issues and decided to separate. In those days, 
given the high business stakes, divorce was not an option. So Mrs. Iyer took her children and decided to leave separately. They maintained a civil relationship in order to bring up the children. Ultimately, little Gautam, only five then, was the heir to both their businesses. So what happened to Gautam? He was sent to boarding school when he was 10. He then left for the UK to study further. There he met a young Indian girl who he fell in love with. They decided to come back to India and get married. But this story has a far from happy ending. Gautam's relationship with his fiancée was like that of his parents. It was rocky as well. She was a heavy drinker and aggressive. But Gautam was dependent on her. For him, temper tantrums were normal in relationships as that was what was modelled to him in his early childhood. Now Mrs. Iyer could see how unhealthy their relationship was. Deep down, she was convinced that this relationship would not last. She confronted Gautam on this, posing some crucial questions. Ultimately, Mr. and Mrs. Iyer decided that if Gautam chose to go ahead with this relationship, he could not be the heir to either of the two family businesses. They could foresee the complications of inheritance a few years down the line. When Gautam came to see me, he was unaware of how his past impacted his present. He was pro this relationship, but also angry and hurt at how his girlfriend did not understand what all he was ready to give up for her. And he was ready to give up everything he had known since he was a child, the lifestyle of an heir to multiple businesses. But she only seemed to care about herself. Now, Gautam's relationship with his fiancée was a replay of his relationship with his father. The inner child in Gautam had experienced his father as aggressive and angry. Today, he was in a similar relationship with his fiancée, a partner who was erratic, dramatic and angry. In his life, he had replaced his father with someone who was just like his father. The little boy had a pattern of getting into toxic relationships. The chain of toxicity is often transgenerational. Like family values and heirlooms, it is often passed down one generation to the next. We take these early messages and get it uncoded into our unconscious and it plays out in our adult life in also our relationships. In this case, the toxic theme was what we call racket behavior. An individual is exposed to and understands tantrums and tempers as normal. In fact, they look at these traits as signs of intimacy or love. When Gautam came to me 
and I showed him this theme passed on from his father to him. He wanted to change it. But awareness leads to a void. The space within yourself that you have filled with toxic behavior suddenly becomes empty. What this means is there is a realization of the lack of identity. There wasn't and still isn't a sense of I for Gautam. His identity so far was tolerating and even being part of toxic behavior. You remove this from him and he doesn't know who he is. Because of his relationship with his father, Gautam was stuck in child mode. He only understood how to take instructions from a more dominating figure. When he went to UK, he felt the void and soon found someone who could fill this with her dominance. The truth is people in multi-generational toxic family systems don't develop an identity as an adult. They are merely carriers until one link in the chain is broken and the wound is healed. And because of this lack of identity, people in toxic relationships also tend to not have boundaries. When we talk about boundaries, it is often interpreted as having restrictions. I have clients who ask me why they need boundaries with their spouse or mother or father. Healthy boundaries are not about pushing people away. It's about recognizing your sense of self and not allowing people to step on your toes. Now, I have spoken about Gautam being in a pattern of a toxic relationship. But what makes a relationship toxic? What are the traits of one and how do you recognize them? Let's break down the word toxic. I look at it as an acronym. T stands for temper and tantrums. A toxic relationship will have one person breaking out in anger, leaving the other person feel confused and ashamed. The second trait is oxygen. O. Relationships are supposed to be nurturing and mutual, giving oxygen to each other. But instead, these are like a breath of carbon dioxide, leaving us with no energy and feeling overwhelmed. X is our experience of being walked over, negated, almost like our existence doesn't matter enough to the other person. I, the fourth trait is infusion and injection of our own negative aspects. The person starts criticizing us till we lose our self-esteem and actually we lose ourselves having no self-worth. And C, the final trait is care. When we feel cared for in moments, covertly we are being led to question our own self-worth and feel small. And this care is never given consistently. In all of this, the fundamental quality of a toxic relationship is tentativeness. The entire relationship feels like walking on eggshells, not knowing what reactions our words or actions or behaviors will lead to. 
will there be moments of understanding or an outburst or purposeful ignoring it leaves us wondering who we are in the relationship but it also leaves us with a question who are we most people are often unaware that they are in a toxic relationship this is because we tend to justify the other's actions and question ourselves these relationships also involve gaslighting i've spoken about gaslighting earlier however let's again understand gaslighting makes us imagine or believe that what we perceive is incorrect because there are moments of intimacy of happiness and joy a gaslighter will allow for temporary reinforcement just enough for other person not to withdraw from the relationship we often isolate ourselves from our loved ones who could help us otherwise through these difficult times this is a tactic used by gaslighters of painting themselves in the best light and the others at their worst while you may be aware of being in a toxic relationship there is still a sense of low self-worth and loneliness in moments of clarity your body and mind signal to you and this is not you and we have to trust our gut and instinct in those rare moments because otherwise a toxic relationship is like an addiction you know it's not good for you but you cannot stop yourself from having more of it that's why i suggest to my clients who have recently got out of toxic relationships to refrain from getting into any relationship at least for the next 12 to 18 months because it's very easy to fall back into a pattern and attract similar partners once again breaking our own pattern of seeking toxic relationships is not impossible many of my clients have grown over the years into self awareness and beyond awareness they have developed healthy boundaries they have communicated these boundaries to others in the workspace with families and partners and over time i can see a sense of self like a little plant shoot growing out of the mud i can see them explore and evolve gautam is realizing his pattern and acknowledges his void over time and with therapy i hope he too can begin to discover his identity and fill his void with something that is meaningful and wholesome to him the next topic for the podcast is very interesting it's one of my favorites it's called the cinderella syndrome if you have any to- themes or topics that you would like us to talk about write in to anna at annachandi.com and i will try and talk about it in the coming weeks thank you for listening to mind your mornings with me anna chandi i'll see you in a fortnight and to understand another theme and the meaning we could make you can subscribe to us on spotify or log on to insta counselor anna at instagram 
or watch our YouTube channel. This is Mind Your Mornings with Anna Chandy, a fortnightly podcast that takes you on the journey to a brave new 